Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for revelation knowledge coming forth. Thank you for touching your people's hearts, for meeting their needs today. Open up the eyes of our hearts, flood our spirits with light, strengthen our lives today through your word and by your spirit we pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, turn in your Bibles over to the book of Acts, the third chapter, Acts chapter 3. I believe the Lord brought something to my attention this morning uh, that I want to deliver to you. Acts, the third chapter, and uh, we will begin at verse 1. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. How many of you know prayer is a good thing? And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms, and Peter, fastening his eyes on him, said, with John, said, look on us, and... He gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. You know it's good to have something. Peter and John knew what they had. They had been spoken to by the head of the church. You remember and call that scenario in Mark 16 where he told them to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And in my name, hallelujah, you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In my name, you shall speak with new tongues. In my name, glory to God, if you drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt you. So after the Lord spoke to them, they went forth. They went forth. They went forth because they had something. They went forth because they had been given a commission and they had been given the equipment to fulfill the commission. The name of Jesus. So they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. You see, they went forth because they had something. They went forth with the name. And so one day, they're just going to the temple, about to pray. And they saw this man, and this man was begging for alms. He was expecting to receive some money from them. But they said, no, it's not money that we have, but we've got something much more precious. We've got the name of Jesus. And silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up, rise up. The name of Jesus will cause people that are downtrodden to rise up. The name of Jesus will cause people that have been weakened through life's circumstances to rise up. The name of Jesus will cause people that have been depressed by circumstances and have been fallen down to rise up. Hallelujah. And so he said, such as I have, give I thee. 
You see, the name of Jesus isn't just for us. It's for others. This name that we have been entrusted with, this name that we have been given, this name who we called upon, whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. This name is to be given. This name is to be blessing humanity around us. Such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, do what? And so he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And after 24 hours of intercessory prayer and calling all the saints for a special prayer chain. No, the Bible says immediately. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. I believe that Jesus and God wants to do some immediate things, even in this day, in this hour, right here, right now. Took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. What a glorious day. And he, leaping up, stood and walked. And entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Hallelujah. At one moment he was down, but now he's walking. He's leaping. He's praising God. Let's get this down. He's walking. He's leaping. And he's praising God. He's walking. He's leaping. And he's praising God. Ooh, glory to God. He's happy about it. And it is a happy day when the name of Jesus lifts you out of your circumstances. It was a happy day when, you lift, when he lifted you out of sin and set you in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, of course, the religious people of that day were not happy about it. And they wanted to know who in the world did such a thing? And in verse 12, And when Peter saw it, he answered and said, Ye men of Israel, why are you marveling at this? Or why are you looking so earnestly on us? As though by our own holiness we have made this man to walk. How many of you know it's not by you? It's not by might. But it is by the Spirit of the living God. And he goes on and preaches a while. He said, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son, Jesus Christ, whom you delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. And he goes on and preaches a while. But here's what I want you to see in verse 16. Notice this verse with me, this glorious verse. He says, it's not by our own might, not by our own holiness, not by our own power. But he said, here is what it's by. Verse 16. And his name. And his name. His name. Through faith in his name. It's not just bearing his name. It's having confidence in what his name will do. It's having trust. When you lay hands on the sick, that they shall recover. It's faith in his name. Do you have some faith in your heart this morning? You could stir it up just a little bit. 
Let me ask you again. Do you have some faith in your heart this morning? Yeah, you got a measure of mountain moving faith. Verse 16. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and you know. In other words, you knew what his circumstance was. But he's not the same person he used to be. He's no longer a beggar. He's walking, he's leaping, and he's praising God. He said, you know where he came from. Now you see him. And I just dropped by to tell you that it's not by our own might, not by our own holiness, but it is by faith in the name that is above every name, the mighty name of Jesus. That this man made him strong. Can God take a weak person and make him strong again? He absolutely can. Whom you see and know, yea, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness. Now, soundness is one of the definitions for the word salvation. It has given him This perfect soundness. I like that. It's given him this shalom, shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Right here in the presence of each and every one of you. So he set the record straight. He wanted to know how this happened. Now, turn over to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians, the second chapter. Faith in his name is the same. Because Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and what? Forever. And forever. Brenda and I, Brenda's doing a little study on the word forever. Interesting study. Faith in his name is the same because Jesus has never changed. He forever remains the same. Saving, healing, filling, lifting, encouraging people. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, if faith in his name will work in Acts chapter 3. Faith in His name will work in your family. If faith in His name will work in Acts chapter 3, faith in His name will work in your body. Ooh, glory to God. This will preach. We could better yet say it this way. Since faith has not passed away, And since Jesus is the same every day, faith in his name will produce the same kind of results in 2013 as it did back there. Somebody says, oh yeah, but I wish I had faith in his name. You've got it. You just need to release it. Believe it and use it. We could say... That that crippled condition, that that man at the gate beautiful, had to bow its knee. 
In Philippians chapter 2, notice with me in verse 9 through 11. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him. Now, who's he talking about here? He's talking about Jesus, right? Everyone say Jesus twice. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him, one translation says, the name. This isn't just any ordinary name. He has given the name, now notice, above every name. The name of Jesus in your heart coming out of your mouth with authority is above anything that you'll ever face. That at the name of Jesus, every cancer should bow. Every arthritis, every bit of it should bow. All lacks got to go. Migraine headaches got to bow. A discouraged spirit has got to go. That at the name of Jesus, every knee, every knee should bow. That word bow there means to submit. To pay homage to. Of things in heaven. Now the word things there literally is beings. Beings in heaven. Things in earth. Are there some things in your pathway that need to bow? Are you going to be facing some things this week that need to bow? Are you going to be facing some things this year that need to bow? I submit to you that faith in the name of Jesus in your heart coming out of your mouth will cause you to win and triumph in life. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, things in heaven, beings in earth, and things under the earth. Next verse, verse 11. And that every tongue should what? And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord To the glory of God the Father. Now here's what I want you to see this morning. Faith in his name will cause things to bow. Faith in his name. Not in your own holiness. Not in how much you've read the word. Not how much you attend church. But faith in his name. Will cause Situations to turn will cause things to bow in my life and in your life. Too often we put up with things rather than taking dominion over things. Too often we put up with chronic conditions thinking, well, it's been that way for 30, 40, 20, 10, 5, 1 year. It'll never change. And that's exactly what Satan wants you to buy into. 
He wants you to buy into a lie that things are just the way they are and they will never change. So just accept your lot in life. I'm not going to do it. And you don't have to do it either. You've been given supernatural help from a supernatural God. You've been given a supernatural name that is above every name. Now look with me over at 1 John chapter 5. And I want to notice in verse 4, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank God I got faith in His name. Mm-mm-mm. Do you have faith in His name? 1 John 5, 4. Now, I, I like it in the King James Version. We're going to... Read that, and then I want to look at it in a moment in the message translation, because it fits with this message. For whatsoever is born of God, whatever is born of God, that is you, if you're a born-again Christian, if you're saved, you are born of God. Whatever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Say it with me, even my faith. faith. Say it like this. My faith faith. in my heart, heart. coming out of my mouth, mouth. acted upon regularly, regularly. will overcome overcome the world. world. It'll overcome the world. Much less disease and poverty and lack. But it will overcome the spirit of this world that tries to lure you into it. There is a world's system that is full of evil. Full of darkness, full of lust, full of things that would try to pull you down. But God's given you faith. To overcome that and to live above it and cause the spirit of this world to bow its knee. Amen? Amen? Now, one way you can do that is you can say on a regular basis, I always do those things that please my Father. Let's try that on for size today. Say it with me. I always, always, at all times, times, do those things... That please my Father. Now let's add this to it. I'm always in the right place at the right time. Always. Whatever is born of God overcometh the world. The fact that you overcome the world means that the world and the spirit of this world is a formidable foe. But you don't have to be afraid of it. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, look at the message translation. You ready to shout? Look at the message translation. Faith in His name. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Every knee is going to bow. I love this. Every begotten person conquers the world's ways. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. 
The conquering power that brings the world's to its knees. <laughs> it brings the world to its knees. It brings the spirit of this age to its knees. Even our faith. That's a powerful word. And so rise up. Sons and daughters of God. Rise up. And speak faith filled words. Speak ye often of the name that is above every name. Take your place in his name. Take your dominion and demand that the things around you that try to bring you down, demand that they desist in their maneuvers, put them to a stop. And they will stop and they will have to bow their knees. Hallelujah. And so... Faith in his name. I believe this week that somehow, someway, this message is going to bubble up on the inside of something. You're going to be facing a difficult situation. And all of a sudden, you're going to hear these words, faith in his name. Faith in his name. I release my faith today, Lord, not in my own strength, not in my good looks. But I release my faith in your name. And my trust is in your name. You see, some trust in chariots. Some in horses. But you and I, what are we going to trust in? We're going to trust in the name of the Lord our God. Now, in the day in which we live, we just saw this situation happen in Boston. And all of you are well familiar with 9-11. You're well familiar with the the jihadists and the Islamic regimes that hate Americans and hate Jews. We're well aware of those things. But we are not those who back down in fear. We are not to be intimidated one bit by our adversaries. The scripture says, now listen to this, the name of the Lord is your strong tower. The name of Jesus is my safe place. Don't forget to use his name. Don't forget to apply the blood of the lamb. The name of Jesus is our strong tower. Now notice what the righteous do. The righteous kind of casually stroll into it. They'll get there sooner or later. No, it says the righteous run into it. The righteous do what? They, you better run into his name. Or you're going to run into some other things. The righteous run into this name. Into this tower of safety. And they are the safest of the safe. And so we're talking about faith in his name. And I got to thinking this morning on the way in. So... All right, we have this measure of mountain-moving faith. It brings the world to its knees. It causes things to bow. Now, this faith that we have, what would be a good illustration of the dynamics of faith? Let's look at some of the nuts and bolts of it just for a moment this morning. Look with me over at Mark chapter uh, 5. 
Mark, the fifth chapter. Mark chapter 5 is a a very, very familiar uh, set of scriptures. And uh, I want to look at this a moment. Faith filled words dominate. Faith filled words dominate the laws of sin and death. Faith filled words. Or words filled with faith. Faith as I grew up, was communicated to me in such a way that I was of the Catholic faith, you know. Or perhaps you grew up Baptist, you were of the Baptist faith. Maybe you were a Presbyterian, you grew up the Presbyterian faith. How many of you had that kind of same upbringing? That, that, that faith to you didn't mean what faith to you now means. In other words, faith was kind of belonging to a certain church or a certain certain religious institution. But that's not what faith is. The Bible says now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Now notice something about faith in your heart has got to be released. It's got to be released. Roy Hicks back in... 1976 came to Rama when Brenda and I were at Rama, and he did a seminar on on faith and the Holy Spirit. And he said this: He said, "Faith, use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. It's just like your muscles. You don't really lose your muscles if you don't use your muscles, but you become flabby. And spiritually, it's easy to become flabby." It's easy to depend on someone else to do our praying for us. It's easy to depend on someone else, you know, to do our believing for us. But what that does is that keeps us at kind of a babyhood state of growth, doesn't it? So I believe that God wants us to grow in faith. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that we have the potential for exceeding growing faith. Okay? So faith in the heart has got to be released out of your mouth. In Romans chapter 10, verse 10, it says this, that with the heart man believeth, and with the mouth confession is made unto what? Unto salvation. And so you have this heart, and you have this mouth connection. You know, You can believe all day long that Jesus died for your sins, but it's not until you confess Him and make Him your Lord that salvation becomes a reality in your life. That's why they call Christianity as the great confession. Okay? In other words, releasing out of your heart what you believe with faith-filled words. Now let's look at a a woman who did this in Mark chapter 5. Mark the 5th chapter, and it says uh, in verse 25, And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood, how long did she have this issue of blood? Twelve years. How many of you have got some issues? (laughs) Maybe a better way to say that is, how many of us don't have issues? No matter how super spiritual 
We want to believe we are. We all have something we're dealing with. Amen? Including moi. We all, yes, really. We all have something that we're dealing with. There, as long as we live in this physical body, there's always going to be an issue. Now, what this does is this just signifies the issue of blood that she had for 12 years. Now, notice. And has suffered many things of many physicians. And she spent everything she had. That's not good. And was nothing bettered, but she got worse. How many of you in the natural realm, your issues seem to be getting worse? No matter what you do. You bunch of dishonest folks. Let's get that turned around today. Let's take the name. Let's put some things on the run. Let's cause some things to bow. Let's rise up in faith today and believe. Amen? Grew worse. But when she heard of Jesus. Now faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. She heard of Jesus. And she came in the press behind. And she touched his garment. Why his garment? This Jesus was so anointed with her healing virtue and healing power that it was even in his clothes. Did you know that cloth contains the anointing when you lay hands on it? She came in the press. Wasn't ABC or NBC? What the press was, the press was a multitude of people. Picture this. Everywhere Jesus went, people were following him. Because he had the goods. But people were not just following him all the time because they had a need. They just wanted to get his autograph. How many of you have ever seen a celebrity in an airport? I saw Ricky Henderson the other, the other month. And oh, I wanted to get his autograph. But he was on the phone. And so I said, now nah, I won't bother Ricky. But I have had some autographs and some other celebrities. There's just something about human nature that you like to get autographs from people that are known. It's just the way it is. I mean, I'll guarantee you, if Pope Francis was being paraded down Hesperian Boulevard, Hesperian Boulevard would be jam-packed. And people would just be there just for a little... A little blessing. So (laughs) there was a bunch of people there, man. I mean, it was a huge event. There were people that wanted to touch him just out of curiosity. There were people that wanted to get his autograph, maybe. In Hebrew, I don't know. And so when it says she came behind in the press, that means there was some effort going on. If you've got faith, it takes some doing the word. And it takes some effort to be in the right place at the right time to be positioned to receive power from him. Amen. Amen? So she came in the press behind and she touched his garment. Now notice this next verse. For she said, everyone say she said. said. Now here's what's happening. She's getting ready to release her faith. She said something. Faith will always say something. 
Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto what? Listen, you're either talking to your mountain or your mountain's talking to you. So you might as well talk to your mountain. Jesus didn't say, talk about the mountain. He said, say to the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. And so she's fixing to release her faith. For she said, for she said, what you say sets the landmarks of your life. For she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I'll guarantee I'll be made whole. Do you think she believed that? She absolutely did. And so faith is released by what we say. But faith is not only released by what we say, it is also released by what we do. By what we do. She came in the press behind She touched his garment. She acted, now listen to this, she acted on what she really believed. Somebody touched me. Somebody has touched me. He didn't view her as a nobody. He didn't view her as someone just part of the crowd. He said, somebody touched me. And you know what? There's no nobodies in this place this morning. You're a somebody in the eyes of God. He shed his precious blood for you. And if you'll just come in the press behind today and touch his garment and release your faith in the name above every name, I believe with all of my heart, there's going to have to be some things that are going to bow in your life. Amen. Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, you see the multitude thronging thee. Why do you say who touched me? He looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him, and she told him the truth. She had a testimony meeting right there. (laughs) Woo, glory to God. When you release faith in the name by words and actions and doing, and you see the results, you just got to tell it. I said, you just got to tell it. You got to testify. You got to prophesy. You got to tell how good that the Lord is to you and what he's done. Because in telling it, it not only glorifies God, but it encourages me. See what happened to you years ago and the victory you had encourages me. Hallelujah. When you get a victory, I get blessed. The scripture says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word. Come on, somebody. And by the word of our testimony. And she's telling it, man. She's testifying. I once was bound, but now I'm free. I once was addicted, but now I'm clean. I once was blind, but now I see. I once had an issue of blood, but now I'm free. Hallelujah. So she told it. She glorified God. And here's what's going to happen here. We're going to stand right now. And we're going to exercise our faith in the name above every name. Let's all stand to our feet. Some glorious things are going to happen right now. I have faith for it. The question I have is, do you have faith for it?
And here's what will happen. When you get your testimony, you need to give it and tell it so others can be encouraged. Amen. Let's lift up our hands and just start praying right now. Father, we thank you. Glory to God. Glory to God. We magnify your name. We magnify your name above every name.